0: Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Gene Morgan, who's the founder and CEO of Zelandez, who are experts in lithium brine field technology services, um, whose purpose is to accelerate lithium supply, um, which is why Zelandez provides cutting edge technology that helps develop lithium brine resources faster and produce more profitability. Gene has a mechanical background and has worked in the oil and gas sector uh, for SLB uh, before starting the company uh, back in 2016. So he's here today just to tell us a little bit more about his journey and how how he helps lithium companies with their technology and obviously increase profitability. So that's welcome Gene to the podcast. How are you doing, Gene?
1: Great, Rob. Thank you for having me.
0: No worries um appreciate your time as well so um as i just briefly mentioned um you're the founder of Zinandez. so i just wondered if you can just tell us a little bit about your background and as i mentioned you you you've come from the oil and uh, gas sector uh, and moved over to mining to start this company so i just wanted me just give us give the audience a um, overview of your of your career and your journey um and how you obviously started this company
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, so Zalanda is a a lithium technology services company. Um, Our purpose is to accelerate lithium supply. Uh, We do this by providing cutting edge technology, you know, everything from down the well, geophysical logging, to resource and feasibility studies, to drone surveys of evaporation ponds, um, even to, to modular production plants. So our first thought is always... How can we save the client time? Um, which is why we've been successful. I think um, lithium brine is is the resource with the lowest cost of production, but it's also uh, the slowest speed to production on the order of you know seven plus years. And so, uh, why we help clients is is to focus on speed to production. You know, um, but in addition, you know, as a company, we're we're passionate about lithium. Uh, being a key enabler for their transition to electric transportation um, and also, you know, to combat climate change. Uh, from my background, I am I like to say, I entered into, into lithium uh, as a result of, of love and oil. Um, I grew up in, in New Zealand. I studied mechanical engineering uh, and then spent a decade with a oil field services company uh, helping explore oil and gas across Europe, Africa and Latin America. And I think uh, the lithium fork in the road for me came in, in the middle of 2008. Um, I just arrived in Bolivia, and I was fortunate enough to, to meet my future wife, um, but also make a trip up to Salar de Uni, which is the, the largest lithium resource in the world. And you may remember that at that time, uh, Tesla had just rolled out its first EV, the Roadster, and so there was quite a bit of press around, you know, the future of of lithium iron batteries, uh, and with Bolivia receiving a lot of attention as a large future source of lithium. Um, so fast forward to 2015, uh, you know, we had Volkswagen in the papers with their infamous dieselgate scandal. And in my mind, uh, there was a clear view starting to emerge, you know, that the internal combustion engine stays were numbered. Um, and that the lithium-ion battery would be the new way to move us around, uh, and that there would be a you know like a multi-decade growth story in lithium. Um, by the same token, you know, lithium coming from the South American brines is is similar to oil field exploration and development, and so you're essentially producing what is a fluid resource from an underground reservoir. So, you know, I saw the opportunity to apply my oil and gas skill set to an exciting new field. Um, And I founded Zalandiz and we completed our first operation in in 2018. And we've become, you know, evangelists for for pioneering new tech in the industry.
0: So, why don't you just give us an overview of of the company? Um, And obviously, you started it, founded it. And I suppose the journey that you've been on from 2016.
1: Yeah, so the the journey uh, from 2016, you know, we started... um, with the premise that oil field technologies and methodologies could be applied to um, lithium brine exploration and production. And so, you know, we started with a heavy focus on understanding everything about the below ground, you know, um, which is the very strong specialist uh, uh, area of knowledge in oil and gas. You know, in oil and gas, you, you really want to understand the subsurface or the below ground in very high detail and so we, we attempted to do that um, by first offering advanced downhole geophysics which is essentially about mapping the subsurface uh, in, in high detail um, to understand everything about the resource and how to produce it um, and then we've since you know moved into into other service areas um to do with the below ground but also to, to do with the above ground um because we can think of lithium as a combination of um hydrogeology on the below ground side and chemical engineering on the above ground side and so you've got this combination of mining and, and chemical processes um and so as a company you know since 2016 we've, we've started becoming more well-rounded uh, in the services we offer um and more comprehensive, you know, um, support to to lithium miners exploring and and producing.
0: Um, Why did uh, Zelandes decide to enter the North American market uh, now? Um, And what were, I suppose, the key drivers behind your decision? Obviously, I take it you're predominantly in South America. Um, So yeah, what what made you enter the North American market?
1: Yeah, so firstly, uh, we think, you know, that the USA should have its own lithium supply. Um, so just like oil, you know, lithium is strategically important. And just like oil, you know, the US will will eventually punch above its weight in terms of lithium supply. Um, the Inflation Reduction Act has has definitely turned the attention back to the US as the land of investment opportunity in and, and the lithium value chain. Um, but it's important to remember that, you know, South America is is still the home of lithium uh, it's the saudi arabia of lithium so to speak and right now the technology advantage is there so uh, you know the project build outs are happening there um, so zalandis is a dominant provider in south america uh, we've now signed usa clients set up an office in, in austin texas and we're now bringing um you know specialist technologies north um, Obviously, the IRA bill is a turning point for the US energy independence. You know, in a way, the build-out of, of the lithium-ion battery supply chain in the US uh, will help to continue the legacy of, of energy independence for the US, um, you know, which was one really with the shale and oil and, oil and gas revolution um, uh, from the last decade. But it's going to require significant amounts of the mining of lithium um, to continue that.
0: Um, what are some of the key uh, issues and challenges that uh, that the North American lithium mining companies are uh, sort of currently facing?
1: Yeah, so two two challenges facing American lithium companies, uh, as I see it, are permitting and the general problem of talent. So permitting is a big one. Sometimes you know projects can take several years to get through the lengthy and complex regulatory processes, um, though it is enlightening to see some positive first steps now starting to happen for you know, reforming of, of permitting in the US. Um, and you know probably permitting reform will, will be a key part of boosting US lithium mining and processing this decade. And then on the challenge of talent, uh, because of the newness of the brine industry, lithium industry in general, uh, the pool of existing professionals and skill in the sector is small to start with, um, so this is going to be an ongoing threat to the progress of projects getting built, and and why we believe as a company that that talent will have to be pulled in from other resource and chemical industries such as oil and gas, and then reskilled uh, to the speciality of, of lithium mining.
0: Obviously, being in recruitment, um, and I had a. Um... I did a podcast with a a, a CEO, um, which the podcast isn't out just yet, but we were speaking about that subject where he did say um, the mining industry just generally recycle the same the same people within the industry, and they tend to not look outside of. The mining industry to bring people in obviously certain roles like head office roles whether it's finance procurement supply chain um hr they can probably come from other sectors but i suppose in operations they don't come from other sectors how i wanted if you could sort of comment coming from the oil and gas um how easy that of a transition that could be for the mining industry to consider uh candidates or people from other industries to come into the mining industry
1: yeah i think um from my experience uh coming from oil and gas as a an engineer um it was a fairly straightforward transition um as i said for the lithium brine um case which is which is just one of the lithium resources uh being produced in the the industry uh or types of resources it's very similar to how you explore and produce oiling from oil and gas uh, or oil fields. So taking that talent, that um, reservoir engineering talent, uh, uh, chemical processing talent, um, ge- geoscientist talent, that talent is can very easily be transitioned into, into lithium brine resources. Um, and that's what we've seen. And that's what we continue to see, um, not just us and our company, um as we we bring in talent from oil and gas reskill it um but we also see it with our clients uh, so some of our biggest clients are now we're now starting to see you know reservoir engineers uh, process engineers from oil and gas in in the, the, the upper echelons of of technical management
0: how important is data becoming uh within the lithium sector and how can sort of lithium miners benefit from it
1: yeah data is really the lifeblood of any lithium mine exploration development process. So, you know, through data, we de-risk a mining project over time. We build a clearer picture about its potential production and economic performance. um, And it's becoming increasingly crucial for for better decision making and and risk management. Um, So, you know, by harnessing the power of data analytics, uh, which many industries are are facing um, currently, lithium miners can gain a competitive advantage and navigate the challenges of the industry better. Um, For example, we we introduced advanced downhole geophysics in the space um, and pioneered the use of borehole magnetic resonance, which is kind of like an MRI scanner for for rock. Um, And by doing this, you know, we we increased the turnaround time of getting the the key porosity and permeability data, which are two of of the three key parameters for understanding the economic value of a lithium brine resource
0: um the the sort of downstream uh, North American lithium market is facing massive demand pressures um as you've sort of alluded to um how will so uh Zealand's services and solutions used by upstream sector benefit the downstream sector
1: yeah so right now there are a lot of auto OEMs and battery manufacturers actually getting into the upstream to secure supply Um, The problem is that the risk profile of lithium mining is way above, you know, the risk levels they're accustomed to in in manufacturing. Um, And this scares them a lot, you know, so um, they don't really have an option but to get involved or risk putting their EV production plans in jeopardy. So our whole purpose as a company is to accelerate lithium supply and in doing so help de-risk supply for the downstream to invest
0: freely. Um, You mentioned, obviously, the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, How can sort of lithium miners and I suppose others capitalise on the opportunities presented by uh, the Inflation Reduction Act of uh, 2022?
1: Yeah, well, um, partnering with someone that can take advantage of the tax credits is one. Um, My main comment is that the IRA has the potential to Really change the energy independence of America over the next ten to twenty years. Um, since the IRA was passed, there's you know we've had announcements of gigafactories, you know, moving, uh, looking to to start up in the US, and you know, in the, in the few months, let's say November to to now, um, you know, there's been a, a 60% increase in, in the number of gigafactories being announced. So. What that means is that you know more demand for investment in lithium mines in the US or in countries with free trade agreements with the US, um, and really speed is going to be essential to taking advantage of these tax credits. Um, it's not that clear yet as to when they will run out. There's a lot of competition, not just between you know lithium, the lithium industry applying, uh, but also any any clean tech industry. So um, speed will be essential
0: what can you say uh, north american miners uh sorry north yeah north american lithium miners what can they learn from uh some of the mining companies lithium miners in south america uh where obviously where you're mainly situated
1: yeah so learning learning from the hard-fought lessons really of, of developing lithium brine projects is probably one um you know nothing in lithium is, is cookie cutter most projects require a bespoke chemical process but there is knowledge and wisdom to be shared um especially in the the implementation of of relatively immature technologies like direct lithium extraction which will be uh, integral to a lot of the north american projects
0: and if you look obviously at the um global lithium mining sector um Are you bullish or bearish about some of the challenges and opportunities for the market as a whole?
1: Uh, I'm bullish. Uh, As a diehard lithium fan, I have to be. But more so, you know, the demand view to the horizon is now clear. Um, At the moment, you know, the gigafactory investment is about three to four times the pace of the upstream, which means that lithium mines just aren't being built quick enough to fuel this growth. Um, and then you add the fact that we're only just starting to understand the true size of the energy storage market, which is the other half really of the de- of the demand story um and it, we think it will be as big, um, most likely bigger than the than the lithium demand coming from EVs um So you know as technologists at heart we believe that any any challenge is overcome when the when the motivation is there
0: so as a company how do you go in and help some of these mining companies what's your i suppose what's your your process
1: so our process uh starts you know we operate across the full uh lithium life cycle uh from exploration into production um we're typically there uh, right from the very start of um uh, doing the due diligence on a on a lithium mine um concession um and then we help that lithium miner um, go about uh, understanding their resource estimate um, and then moving through the, the stages of feasibility uh, and then into, you know, the, the build out of the well field um, uh, to start producing and and then into production. And then once they're in production, understanding how can they optimize production and maintain the productivity of, of their uh, mine over the life of the mine.
0: And uh, sort of concluding, what is the outlook for the company for the, the sort of remainder of the year going into next year? Um, and is there anything else that you want to uh, add to our audience? Our, obviously, our audience are mainly from the mining industry um, and there's obviously service providers as well and investors. Um, so I just wonder if you any last words to, to say to them, but also obviously the outlook for the company.
1: Yeah, so uh, as a company, we are uh, and and you know we are very bullish on on where the lithium market is going. Um, we we feel a responsibility to to help get this market to where it needs to go in terms of supply. Um, we won't we'll be in a deficit for most of the of the rest of this decade, and so you know we need uh, everyone to 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 lend a hand uh, in building these projects and getting them on time and on budget. Um, so that's a big part of what we do, you know, and and to fuel that to, to kind of support that we're, we're, you know, we're doubling, tripling down on, on R&D investment.
0: Okay. Gene, really appreciate your time in uh, uh, telling our audience a little bit about obviously the company technology that you use, especially obviously uh, dedicated to the lithium industry. Um, if our audience has any questions, if they want to find out some more information, want to follow your story, how can they go about doing that? Are you uh, are you across any particular social media channels?
1: Yeah, so probably first stop is is our website, which is uh and then I'm also on Twitter uh, from time to time uh, at Jean uh, um, If if someone wants to reach out there, that's um, I'll be happy to to connect.
0: No ways, we can include those in the show notes accompanies anyway for for easy access so wish you well for the remainder of the year um and those that listen appreciate your continued support please share this episode uh, not only just to uh, lithium miners um but to others in the industry um again as as the podcast we want to educate the mining industry so that isn't isn't just necessarily in the commodities that you're involved but other commodities other jurisdictions um, and even technologies so really appreciate your continued support and until next time happy mining thank you for listening remember to reach out to rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review until next time happy mining helping each other to improve the mining industry